Welcome to the Locala Podcast. This is episode 13. At that time, now you, all of a sudden, now you're inquiring about your GED with yeah. human resources. You're talking to Molly. What had changed? What had changed for you about your thoughts about school? Were you still kind of nervous about school or did you suddenly rethink what that was going to be? I was like? kind of too nervous about school because yeah. of the thought of like school, the teachers. Mm-hmm. was like, if I need to get my GED, I need to go through that process and I need to change my mentality over it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Locala podcast. My name is RJ Jenkins, and I serve on the board of directors of the Marion County Literacy Council, where I also have the pleasure of serving as the volunteer executive director and also as a tutor um, of the students who come to use our services. Uh, It's so nice to be here. Before I introduce our guest, who's also a former student of mine, I'd like to take a quick moment to thank our sponsor, uh, Your Place Mortgage and Title. We really appreciate the support. You can visit them at www.yourplaceocala.com to learn more. Uh, Again, thank you so much, Your Place Mortgage and Title. Uh, So I'm really excited. Manny, I know you're maybe a little bit nervous because this is the first time you've been under bright lights. Is that right? Yes. You don't do interviews under bright lights every day? Uh, I've never done it. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Well, I'm glad that you're taking the time to do it with us. Uh, This is Manny, my student. Um, Manny, will you just introduce yourself uh, a little bit for us? Tell us just a little bit about yourself to get started. Well, (laughs) my name is Manuel Cortez. I've been uh, living here in Ocala for almost 13 years. Okay. And, and you're a lead of maintenance yes, neighborhood I'm the storms, maintenance right? And, and in order for me to achieve that, I needed to go to school and get my GED. So that's he's jumping, I found you. <laughs> jumping right in, and that's where yes. you found me. Awesome. Very good. So so uh, just we're going to go ahead and, and start the lead early. But but I met Manny because Manny came in to, to get his GED, yeah. um, to get his high school equivalency degree um, at the Marion County Literacy Council. We had a great time together. We're going to talk all about that. Um, in just a few minutes, but I was wondering if you could start, Manny. You said you've been here for 13 years. Yes. So, what was before you came to Ocala? Uh, before I came here to Ocala, it was just New Jersey and Puerto Rico. So I, there was not really much going on over there. Right. It was it re- was really hard for me to get a job over there. So, where were you born? Were you born in Puerto Rico? Yes. Where in Puerto Rico? Arecibo. Okay. And how long did you live there? It's been half and half. I've been going in and coming out. Oh, I see. Okay. So basically, if I count the totals, I've been on, I assume, maybe nine to 12 years Okay. that I've lived there. Okay, very good. So what was it that first brought you from Puerto Rico to mainland United States? What my family. You, uh, okay. My mom was lonely over there. She just followed her mom over here. I see. Okay. So you, you followed family, essentially. Yes. And how old were you when you first came? First, I came over here when I was two years old. Okay. Then I moved back when I was five. Okay. Then I came back again when I was 12. Okay. So throughout that time, right, so when you were two years old, you weren't in school. When you were five years old, maybe yeah. in kindergarten. But by the time you were 12, that meant you were in school in Puerto Rico, and yeah. then you had to transition. What What was that? What grade were you in? 12th? I'm trying to think. Is that? I was in fifth grade. Fifth grade. Yeah, okay. fifth grade. So what was that like, coming from your, your school in Puerto Rico to a school in New Jersey? I didn't see any difference because when I came in, I came in straight to the bilingual class. I and see. Everybody spoke Spanish, so I was like, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you were right at home. Yeah. Okay. So you did all of your all of your instruction 
uh, in your fifth grade class was in Spanish. Yeah, everything. And we then had, you were taking English classes as part of your curriculum. Yeah, we had a translator and everything for wow. the rest of almost up to 10th grade. I had a translator. Okay. So. so fifth grade through 10th grade. So these are important grades. You're learning a lot in your classroom. What was school like for you then? What did? How did you feel about being a student? Did you enjoy school? What was uh, that like? I didn't really like school. Okay. This is why I'm... <laughs> I didn't get my GED. Uh-huh. It's because of the the way the teachers like acted towards you. Tell me more about that. Like they were able like to make threats to you, like we're gonna detention you and all of that. But once you act out and did it, it's like a whole new thing. It's like the end of the world. So you didn't respond to that kind of authority. No. I didn't. Okay. Okay. So how did you actually do in school? Did you do okay, even though you didn't like it? If I were to put my head on it, I would have done good. Okay. But I was the clown in the class, so <laughs> okay. I didn't let nobody else like okay. you were So you got your attention by being yeah, making uh, jokes, yes. acting like, okay, I understand. Acting out and being the troublemaker. Okay, being a troublemaker. That's fuck. I see a little <laughs> bit of that in you still. You yeah. still have a little bit of that edge. That's awesome. So, okay, so we, we, start in, we start in fifth grade. We go through 10th grade. And you're doing okay, but you're not really engaged. Yeah. You don't really like the... So now 11th, and did you drop out then in 10th grade? Yes, uh, 10th grade, I failed it. Um, Pennsylvania, Liberia High School, I failed the 10th grade. I, see. I moved that back to Puerto Rico. Okay, I got it. And in Puerto Rico, there's a thing like, like there's no... When, it's, when a teacher fails to come to, they have a temporary teacher that comes and I takes understand. over. Okay. You don't have that in Puerto Rico. I understand. Once the teacher doesn't come in and you have to go to another class, you just skip all of it. Okay. So what did you do when you came back to Puerto Rico and, and school clearly wasn't happening? What did you do next? So I just... Did you start working? No, you I didn't just work. I just doing whatever I could, stealing okay. or riding horses. Okay. So stealing or <laughs> yes. riding horses. I yeah. like that's That's good. Those two things together. You were a bandit. Yeah, kind of. Okay. So did you ever get into any any no. any trouble? No. Okay, you always kind of avoided that piece yeah. of it. All right, so we've got Manny. Um, you've dropped out of high school. You're living in Puerto Rico um, with family, getting into some trouble, but mostly being okay. Yeah. When do you start working to make money? Uh, when I was, like, tired of doing that life. Okay. I was like, I, I can find no works here. Yeah. So let me move back to the, the United States so I can find a better solution. Okay. <laughs> so you so at some point something clicked for you. Yeah. That like this that's, wasn't a long term. Yeah, I need money. <laughs> okay. Okay. Very good. So you needed money. You wanted to work. Um, one of the things I noticed about you right away in class. I mean, you. Ne- I never gave you homework that you didn't do. You did every yeah. single homework assignment over eighteen months. So clearly, you're not afraid of hard work. No. Um, so what was your first, when you, when you came back, how old were you when you came back to the States? Uh, 19. 19. Okay. And what did you start doing? Uh, I started working on landscaping. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that was up North or that was here? That was up North, on okay. New Jersey. Okay. And things started to fall into place a little better? It wasn't the money I was expecting. Okay. But it was something, so it was better, but I needed more. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So at what point, at what point, 13 years ago then you come to Ocala? Okay, so tell me about that transition. What brought you here? And the what heat. Was, the heat. Okay. Yeah, I was tired of the cold, man. <laughs> <laughs> so you were looking for that more tropical environment. Oh, uh, yes. Okay, I understand. So you come to Ocala. You're here with your parents. You're here with your grandparents. I came here with my grandma. Your grandmother. Okay, and you're and you still provide care for your grandma. Yeah, she still lives okay. with me. Okay. Okay. Very good. Um, and then, 
tell me about how did neighborhood storage happen? Because I know that that's really the, the gateway that brought you to the literacy council. I happened due to my brother. Okay. My brother was working with the mother of the Todd. Okay. Got it. On the, on their farm and said like, Hey, my brother's looking for work. Okay. And after that, I just was already hired as soon as my brother said he's looking for work. Awesome. So where did you start in the company? I started as maintenance. Okay. Okay. So you were just sort of tier one? Just tier one, just the, you know, the regular guy cleaning units. Keeping and cleaning units clean and, and, and okay. Keeping them off trash okay. and make sure everything was okay. So it, it feels to me, though, that um, for you to get to a place where the company offered you this opportunity to support you at the council – Something good started to happen at neighborhood. Yes. What 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 was what was so good about this job versus other jobs? It's, uh, I think it's that the environment. Okay. It makes you want to work because there's no toxiness on it. Okay. And it's like you're happy to come to work where the other places didn't provide that. Okay. It's like they they really value you as an employee. Okay. With the other ones, they felt like you were replaceable. Okay. Like, okay. if you didn't come to work, you were just fired. I can find somebody else. Where this one, it's like, we actually want you. It's really hard to find people like you. Okay. And then I think if, I'm, if I've done my research right, you met a woman named Molly. Yeah. She's so like, tell me about Molly. Molly has been like the one that breaks me. Okay. To the person I am today, little okay. by little. Yeah. With all her advices and stuff. Okay. So because, she took an interest in you. Yeah. Okay. Because at the beginning, I really not, I don't have no value because of the other places. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm not going to volunteer for anything. And she has been the one bre- breaking that wall so she's been, to the place I am now. So <laughs> she believed in you, but she also she had expectations for you. Yes. Okay. okay. And also I noticed like the owner itself coming towards me, asking me to go to school or giving me all these options. It's like, why is he doing this? It's, it's like, hey, they, you have a lot of potential, so you're just wasting it. So was that, Manny, do you feel like that's sort of the first time that someone said that to you? I mean, did that did, was that the first time you ma- someone made you feel like maybe there was something inside you yeah. that was worth more? Yeah. Yeah. Without right. saying it. The, absolute, right. the expressions and words were meant more than a, the way they you treated have a, a lot of talent and they didn't say it. Okay, the way they treated you. Um, that's pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. So, um, so then we sort of, you know, you're, you're, you've kind of found a home at neighborhood storage. Yeah. Um, you're starting to take on some more responsibility. You like it. Yeah. Once Molly broke me, like I kind of <laughs> said, broke me. I was like, um, I like, I like that okay. metaphor. I like that metaphor. <laughs> just, uh, not shaped you, not <laughs> no, built just you, broke, broke you. Yeah. Okay. I'll it's take like, it. It's like, um. What's next? What can I do so I can improve myself because I want to grow on this company because it treats me so well. I want to yeah. grow and grow and grow. Yeah. That's where I asked that. Like, oh, Miranda. Yes. What can I u- get to grow up, uh, to grow on the company? Right. I want to get my GED. It's like so who's who's Miranda in this cast of characters? So so Todd is the, the CEO yes, and Todd president the CEO. of Neighborhood Storage. Molly, uh, at the time, was your supervisor. My, my manager. Your manager. Okay, so she was managing several stores, and yes. you were her maintenance person yes. who was working with her. And then Miranda, where does she fit she, in? She's uh, human resources. Okay, okay. So you went to her and said, what, what's possible? Yeah, what's possible? What, what can I do to grow in the company? Well, as soon as I say I, I want to get my GED so I can grow, that's when it, oh, everything is possible. That's when it happened. So we're going to we're, we're going to talk in the next segment about your experience at the Literacy Council, which is where I, okay. I got to know you. But I do want to just sort of ask what at that time, 
now you all of a sudden now you're inquiring about your GED with human yeah. resources. You're talking to Molly. What had changed? What had changed for you about your thoughts about school? Were you still kind of nervous about school, or did you suddenly rethink what that was going to be? I was like? kind of too nervous about school because yep. of the thought of like school, the teachers. Mm-hmm. Was like. If I need to get my GED, I need to go through that process, and I need to change my mentality over it. Okay, so you were ready to go back to that environment that was uncomfortable. Yes, and make it better for myself. But you knew that it was you. It was on you now. Yes, it's right. Because you weren't you weren't a <laughs> yes. kid anymore, right? So you were ready. Okay. And what did you do mentally to kind of prepare yourself? Even though before you met me, before you met Miss Yamila, what what did you what did you sort of tell yourself? I just winged it. I just like, I need to get my GED, and I just went for it. You just went for it. Yeah, just dove right in. I just put myself in it and just go. Did you um, have any conversation, Manny, with your family prior to making that decision? No. Or did you do this independently? I just, just did that. I don't know. We just okay. came out. I need, I need to grow. This is not enough. I want more. I need more challenges. Okay. This okay. is what I need to do. And so you overcame some of those insecurities. Yeah. And Okay, cool. The last question I have for, for this segment um, you're a native Spanish speaker, yes. right? That's the, the language you're most comfortable yeah. in. Obviously, you speak excellent English. Um, were you were you sort of nervous about that piece too? About about doing, you know, obviously you're speaking English at work, you're communicating at work, you're communicating in the community. Um, was there any nervousness about a language barrier and going to school? No, no, no you were ready. Yeah, I was ready. You were ready. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so here we are. <clears throat> We've got this young man who's been back and forth between Puerto Rico and, and New Jersey, Pennsylvania. You, uh, you, you're in school there. You're in school here. Um, then you, you, you come here. School's not what you, not what you want. Um, it doesn't really work for you. You drop out in 10th grade. You go back. You come back. Now all of a sudden things are coming to place. Um, you've got people at work who are invested in you. Yes. They're, in, they're engaged, you're engaged, and all of a sudden you decide, I want something different. I yeah. want something more for myself. Um, when did you first hear about the Marion County Literacy Council? Literally after three hours of speaking with Miranda with HR. Okay, okay. She went straight to Todd and it's like, hey, he wants his GED. That's when I get the phone calls like, oh, we already got you set up. It's already paid. Had, had you had you Had you heard about it before? Did you have any awareness that it I know, existed? I know that. That is really interested on having people go to school and grow. Right, right. But I didn't know he had so many programs to do that. Can I ask you too quickly, what, you know, you, you say that, that that Todd, the CEO, um, has an interest in people. Is, yeah. that, is that something that he expresses to you, or do you just kind of get that sense from you the You just get he... that feeling. As soon as you mention school, it's all about it. <laughs> okay. It. Yes, I can send you here, I can send you there. Okay. Oh, everything is about knowledge for him. <laughs> so he's all yes. about people learning yes. and growing. Awesome. So so basically, as soon as you express that, even before you had to do anything, yeah, was already... the connections were already being made. Right? <laughs> yes. The correction. And, yes. and by the time you show up at the Literacy Council... It's like it's not going back. I'm already here. It's like Let's we knew you it. were. It's like we knew you were coming. Right? Yes, that's awesome. We're gonna talk all about your journey through that process in just a minute. Um, but before we continue, uh, we're just gonna take a quick sponsor break, and then we're gonna talk all about what happened once you walk through those awesome. doors. All okay. right. Cool. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Your Place Mortgage and Title, your everything agency. Purchasing a home should be as easy as one, two, three. At Your Place Mortgage and Title, we offer professional realty services through Professional Realty of Ocala, mortgage and commercial loan services, and title services. We pride ourselves on customer service and education. Contact us today to learn how we can make your home buying and selling process a pleasant one. Visit www.yourplaceocala.com to learn more. Okay, cool. We're back. <laughs> We're back. Um, all right, Manny. So this is for me. I'm 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 so interested in sort of how you got here. And actually, I've learned some things in this conversation that I didn't know about how you landed with us. But um, I always say. So obviously, I serve on the board of the council. Um, but I started as a volunteer tutor, um, working with students who were learning to speak English, but also students who were trying to earn their GED. Um, I especially like tutoring GED math, which you know. <laughs> and I always say in this work that our front doors filter for courage because it takes a lot of courage to walk through those doors. Did you experience that? Did it did it take a certain amount of courage to, to walk through and get started? No. No, not for you? a regular day. Just walk in and that's You were ready it. to I'm go. Already, yeah, I'm already You were here. ready to go. And you had a whole bunch of people behind you. Yes, I who got are excited about this, right? <laughs> yes. Okay, so you walk in the doors, Manny. Who's the first person who you really inter- interact with? Yamilia. Okay. She was the front on the front desk. Yamila Acosta, yeah. who is our uh, director of programs and services, yes. who intakes all of our students, who intakes all of our volunteers, and that day was sitting at the front yeah. desk of the building. Right? Yes. She does everything. Yeah. What was your experience like with Yamila? I felt welcome right from the beginning. Yeah. Like I was already part there. Like if I. They knew me for so long when not knowing me. That's how did what 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 was it about the conversation that made you feel like that? How did she how did she make you the feel way, like family? The way she presented herself, yeah. it's like it was a warm welcome. Yeah, it's like oh, oh it's like nice to see you again. Like <laughs> <laughs> like she yeah, like she knew me already. That's awesome. Did she give you any pieces of advice, um, or did she did she give you any information that helped you understand what the process was going to be like? Not yes. What she what she what what stuck with you from that conversation? Uh, that they were not going to let me give up. Okay. That encouragement and all the positiveness that they showed up from the beginning. Yeah. She is known for tough love. <laughs> yes, tough love. She just didn't say it in English. She said it in Spanish. Oh, she did. <laughs> okay, so, so her first. Yeah. Okay, so she made sure you got it crystal yes. clear. Okay, great, awesome. So, um, so when did she tell you, Manny, who was going to work with you as part of your process? Did she tell you that? Uh yes. Okay, and how did she? She introduced you as the best one on the. Oh, the place. okay. <laughs> that was not a planted question. I, I didn't. Um, that that's awesome. She. Uh, she told me that, you know, we knew that you were coming in, um, and so you and I got started yeah. right right away, and uh, the first decision we had to make, do you remember the first decision we had to make, Manny? I uh, wish uh, you wanted to see my knowledge. On yeah, we had to, we had to yeah, test you. How, how far I was along. And on see where you were, and when you got those results, I don't know if you remember those results, how did that make you feel? Because if I remember correctly, you scored pretty high. Yeah, I was surprised because I was, yeah. a, I was a clown. I didn't pay attention in school, so how did this knowledge stuck with me? Yeah, <laughs> right. Basically. Yeah, I think you thought you were going to come in and have to start at the very beginning. Yeah. And that's not at all where, where you <laughs> no. were. Manny, I don't know if you remember, but even before that, we had to make a decision about which language you were going to test in. Were you going to take your GED in Spanish, or were you going to take it in, in English? I already made the decision in English. Tell me, tell me about it is, that. 
for me, it's become easier to understand the English okay. than it is the Spanish. Okay. Okay. The Spanish is like, I get lost in translation. Okay. Because of the many uh, la- uh, lang- uh, Spanish languages that the, they the use. The dialects yes. and the regional, right, okay, I see. So you just felt like that was going to be the easier thing. Yeah, the easier for me. And I remember you too um, saying something about if I'm going to work in America and and live here and communicate with people, this is also a good opportunity. Yeah, in, to improve my English as to well. To improve your English. So I, I remember being struck by that because I know how badly you wanted your GED. And when you made the decision to do, I mean, I think about something like the literature portion, the, the language arts portion of a GED, that's a tough, Yeah, those are some tough passages, right? So you, you had to encounter that in a language that's not your native language. Yeah. And that was pretty impressive, I yeah. thought. Um, so let me see if I can get this right. You, you smashed social studies right away. You felt pretty good about yeah. that. And then you moved to science. You got that taken care of. What's really cool about the council, I remember you being excited to learn that we can do this subject yes. by subject. I w- that was the most frightening thing. It's like, I got to take the whole test. Yeah. So when we could just work piece by piece. Yeah, when she said you can take it one at a time, it's like, oh, it is the relief, the stress <laughs> was just went down. <laughs> That's completely. awesome. That's awesome. And, um... And what did you what did you find, Manny? Because you know y- you said that that school was sort of a triggering, not a super great place, right? Yeah. The way the teachers were, and and I obviously worked with you one on one. Did that environment of working with a volunteer one on one change things for you? It did because it, it wasn't more like school behavior. It was more like you're here because you want to be here, so this is your choice. So I'm just teaching people, right? But if you don't pay attention, that will be on you. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you got it. You got it right away. You <laughs> yeah. understood the assignment yeah. right away. Um, I find that a lot of students, you know, for whom school was not the most comfortable experience or maybe it wasn't their best moment, that connection with another person who's volunteering their time raises the stakes a little bit, right? Yeah. Um, and you feel accountable. Yeah, and I think, too, I wanted to ask this, Manny, because I, I think this became a good thing, but also a struggle for you a little bit, is all that encouragement and all that support from your colleagues at work and the connection you and I built as tutor and student, that was encouraging, but it also created some pressure, yeah. didn't it? How would that make you feel like? It's like, I don't want to fail them. I want to <laughs> do good. Yeah. Yeah, so I think oh. there's there is a little double edge there. Yeah, isn't there? it's like the encouragement they had. You got this and everything. I just don't even want to feel it. <laughs> right. So we had to work. We had to work through that a little bit. Yeah. I remember, right? Um, and just try to communicate that this is for you, not for us. Yeah. Um, but of course, we're all very excited. <laughs> so the other cool thing that started to happen is as you were studying these subjects, your your scores were rising on all the tests. You know, your, your your score in science went up almost 30 points after we were done with social studies. What do you think that was about? Why would your score – I mean, I, I have some ideas, but I'm wondering if you had, had any sense of why that might happen. Um, I think it was my determination. Yeah. To yeah. get the GED as fast as possible, so I think that had a, a lot to do with it. Right, right. And I think you kind of figuring out, oh, I can do this. Yes, and basically in myself, I had a deadline. Right. I wanted to get this a fast so I can get, you know, my promotions. Yeah, yeah. Move, move forward. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, absolutely. So we did that. We did language arts. And then came the math. Came <laughs> the math. Tell me about math. Math, for me, I like it. Mm-hmm. It is fun subject. Yeah. But if I don't practice this, 
it just go over to my head as soon as I learn it. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, yeah. I um, Math is always in some ways the most fun for me because it's the subject that people are absolutely convinced they can't do, right? They're just like, I can't do math. Did you have that at all when you came in? No. Okay. Just the issue that I'm going to forget it as soon as I learn it. Right. So you needed to practice. Yes. Right. I remember you requested, which was so cool, you requested that I... Um, Go back and do some math tests that yeah, you already given me. Yeah, we needed to do we needed to do some refreshers at the beginning of each class yeah. because you knew how to factor a quadratic equation, but you wanted to do one every day just so to make forget, sure it yeah. was fresh, right? <laughs> yes. Manny, tell me a little bit um, about, if I remember, one of the biggest because you you moved very quickly you i think you earned your ged in less than 18 months i think it was pretty fast um uh but i remember you probably your biggest hiccup or your biggest barrier was you would get frustrated with yourself yeah right tell me about that because it's like i know i know what i'm supposed to do why I'm not able to retain it and do it. Right. Because I knew it. It's like I blocked myself on right. it. Right, right. And that's frustrating. It's like am I, I'm letting everybody down. I'm letting the teacher down because he keeps repeating and repeating it all over and over again. Right. And I remember when you, you know, when you would go in to take these tests, um, I feel like you brought that in with you sometimes yeah. and it would get in your <laughs> way a little bit, right? Especially when I get timed on it. Yeah, yeah. And I've came across some subjects that's like, mm, these are going to be time-consuming. Yeah. I see the clock going down and down yeah. and down. Was there ever a moment where you were like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this? Or did you have did you have co quiet confidence that you'd get there? Uh, there was a moment where was like, hmm, <laughs> I don't know, Molly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like you're not giving up. You're just staying there. Did you? Is it true that you used to give her a call most days after class? Yes. Yeah. What did you talk about? Uh, what I learned in school. That's awesome. Yeah, and then so Molly was there that whole time, yes. wanting to hear what you learned, wanting to hear what you did. Yeah, um, to keep giving me advice, so I didn't give up. I remember the first time, Manny, you ever successfully uh, simplified an algebraic expression. I mean, it was it had to be fifteen terms long, <laughs> right? And it looked so scary. Yeah. But what you understood is that once you found your forks, knives, and spoons, your your terms, a, b's, and c's. Then it was just counting them. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden that made that so much easier. Way easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty cool stuff. So you passed that final test. What did that feel like? It felt awesome. <laughs> I think it felt less awesome if I uh, been straightforward. Felt more awesome when I did the first test. Okay. Yeah. The first when I did the first one, it's like I didn't know I was gonna be able to do this and then when I really got my GED. Wow. So that first proof that this yeah. was actually possible yes. was almost more exciting in a way. It's like the only one who's here backing up is you. Yeah. Everything else is just easy. Yeah. It is you, the, the one that's making it harder. I'll tell you, Manny, when you, when you called me, or maybe I called you, because after you took your math test, which was your final test, yeah, you called me. I kept checking your score like obsessed. <laughs> yes. I remember before you went in, I was like, don't worry, yeah. it's fine. And then you took it. I'm like, that was the same way. Oh, man. <laughs> and when I saw your score, which, by the way, was not barely passing. I mean, you passed that test convincingly when you took it. Um, pretty cool. And that, by the way, I just want to be, for everyone listening, 
Um, you took the math section twice. Yeah. Because you did take it once and you didn't quite pass. You were right, I believe, By one two point or two yeah. points. So what's interesting about that is that was a – I feel like that was your lowest moment in the process. Yeah. Right? That really disappointed you. What was – you know, what did, what went through your head there? It's like, um, this is going to be the same thing for the next one. I'm just going to fail it again. Right. And now then I heard the news that if I felt the last one, I was I had it to wait. And that even made it even worse. Yeah, there was going to be a wait between yes. tests at that point. Did I, I think did did Yamila have any advice for you after that? After that, she just told me not to worry about it. That yeah. that was his, her problem and not mine. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. yes, that yeah. she was the one dealing with it. Not right. Me. Yeah. That if I had to take it again, I had to take it again, not to worry about anything else. Yeah. And and you went in there and you made that work. Um, overall, Manny, uh, what, I mean, as an experience and working at the literacy council, I mean, what, what would you tell people who are out there who want this, but yeah. they just don't know what to do to give it a try. Yeah. They don't know what they're capable of doing after they do it. <laughs> awesome. And that the place is really warm, welcoming. They yeah. make you feel like home. Nobody's negative. Everybody's positive, even the other teachers. They just come to you and they just cheer you on. Yeah. And I think that's one of the best things. Like, nobody gives you crap. Or I was not treated like when I felt badly. Right, right. I remember when we have a tutor who who's very popular, and uh, an English tutor named Mary Beth Mutarelli. She was walking to her class and saw you, and then she came and sat down in our classroom and asked you to explain what you were working yeah. on. <laughs> I remember that yeah. moment. That was such a cool yeah. moment. And, um... She was so happy when she heard you earned your GED. She came like three or four times and yeah. just cheered me on like, you got this. It's yeah. like, you're doing good. That's awesome. Uh, anything changed since you got that piece of paper? Yes, a lot of things in my work. Yeah. <laughs> Getting more work. Yeah, yeah, more responsibility. Yeah, more responsibilities. You I went like. from a maintenance person to lead of maintenance. Yes. Right? And, and what has that entailed for you? It is awesome because I think the best part that I kind of – Glad that I get my GED is like they make me a trainer. Yeah. And it's like I know a little bit now how you feel when you teach somebody something. Yeah. And they're able to acquire that information and then you see them doing them for themselves. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, right? it makes you feel really cool. It's really, really cool. Um, that's awesome. And uh and you're such a successful story for us. And I appreciate even today when you walked into this podcast room you looked like you were about to be sick <laughs> yeah <laughs> and now here you yeah. are sitting having a conversation with me under bright lights it's all about growing yeah. and learning right that's yeah, what we're always doing um i appreciate it your story is going to inspire people to support our organization but hopefully it also supports folks to come and seek help if they need it hopefully. right i wish that to happen yeah yes. so that's that's certainly what we I'll want of you real good yeah man well manny thank you so much you. for your for the gift of your story and your experience Thank you to everyone at Neighborhood Storage who helped support you in the process. Um, my colleagues at the Literacy Council, you're just, you know, you're an inspiration to us. You're why we do what we do. So <laughs> thank uh, you. we're very happy. And thanks so much to Locala for allowing us to have this conversation in this beautiful space. Um, uh, but mostly you, Manny. Okay, I, if I, I have to do it I again, I will. You. I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. No more high school. But Oh, yeah, quickly. What's next? I want to get going. I will I talked to Todd already about college. So cool. I think he already set me up for an email for College of Florida. Awesome. 
Awesome. Just, so now it's up to me. Maybe some more education. <laughs> yes. Very good. Um, thank you to everyone for for joining us for this awesome conversation. Um, thank you to the folks here. Thank you to our sponsor. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, Your Place Mortgage and Title. Thank you so much. Please visit them at www.yourplaceocala.com. And to read this story or any other story in Locala Magazine, please visit www dot locala mag l-o-c-a-l-a-m-a-g dot com and of course to support the marion county literacy council visit us at www.marionliteracy.org um, as always we'll have links in the description of the video uh, we really appreciate your time energy and care have a great day Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Locala podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead, like, share, and download. Your support is truly appreciated.